Hey, Mom, how are you? I am good, my son. How are you? I am doing well, still diligently washing hands, trying to keep social distancing, wearing a mask in the grocery store, not being one of those people called out, being yelled at for not wearing a mask, trying to oh play my, my, my responsible self. Yeah. That's all it takes is a little responsibility, and we're all in this together. That's what people are forgetting. That's the thing. It's exactly right. This is one of those things that you can't just decide is not a real thing. <laughs> yeah, but science. I'm hearing that a lot. I'm, I'm, oh, my gosh, I'm getting really concerned with the folks that really just are beginning to think this is a conspiracy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? People yeah. are dying out there, folks. Yeah. Well, the good news is we have a president that, you know, definitely believes in science and medical conditions and is a good leader and bringing everybody together. So that's good. Oh, my gosh. Just a little bit of sarcasm there. I understand that. Boy, do I understand that. So this does feel this feels like a little bit like, um, you know, Groundhog Day, you know, that movie Groundhog Day that just sort of like repeats itself over and over again. It's like that. Like (laughs) we find ourselves back in where we basically were in what, March and April, May, you know, all of a sudden where it's like. We're hearing about hospitals now hitting capacity and then yeah, you've got, scary. you know, people, you know, obviously that the, the, it, what the good part about this version or this round, I guess, of the thing is that there's not as many people dying from a percentage basis, but the problem is just more people are infected. And so, well, but the thing is, deaths. well, you have, you do not have higher deaths. You are having folks that are leaving the hospital with long-term issues. Yes. So it's Which, not just about the deaths. We have true. to think about, the long-term health issues that these poor folks are going to have for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's, that's so, true. And, and you're right. It's not just about the deaths. The deaths are definitely a thing though. Like people, people just don't realize. Well, that's like, what, that's why they're the not worrying about that. Well, they are now. Yes. Yeah. Cause there's a, there's a lag, you know, like right. if you, if you look at some of the charts, I was looking at some of the hotspot States, like, you know, Texas and Florida, whatever else. And you can see, you know, number of new cases going up and you kind of go, all right, well, like maybe there's something to the fact that they're just testing more. So it's more visible, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then you start looking at uh, deaths and the chart of the deaths a few mm-hmm. weeks later, right? Because it takes yep. some time. And this is the thing is it takes longer now for people to die because of the treatments that are improving. So it used to be like, hey, two weeks later, you're done. Now it's like three to four weeks later and you're done right? Um, for that. And, and you, you do see a very noticeable bump up. So regardless of like if you believe this is a real thing or not or, you know, like the numbers don't lie. There are more people dying now of it than they were few months back or within the last few months on average, you know? Uh, So, you know, I just, it is, it's, it's just kind of like you look at some of the stuff and you go like, how do I, you know, help somebody understand the Mm -hmm. severity of the situation. And, and at the same time, I, there is a, a huge argument is probably the wrong word, but, but there's the other side of it, which is you got to keep moving forward though. And I agree with that. Like at the same time, you have to have some sort of semblance of life. You know, as you, as you go through here. So, you know, so, so there is, there is a balance, but it's like, do it responsibly, go to the grocery store, wear a mask. Just so what if it annoys you? So what if you feel stupid, right? Like the president felt stupid wearing a mask. That's why he didn't want to wear a mask. Then Mm -hmm. he felt like he was being pressured to wear a mask. So he's like a toddler who doesn't want to eat his lima beans. So he's not going to do it. And that's exactly what he said. That's not my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what he said. I didn't want to get caught. I I don't want the reporters, you know, having a, I'm like, jeez. I didn't want to get caught. worried about his face. Who cares? I'm like, it just, you know, there are people that, that are are taking very bad actions, right? Because of his leadership Uh, or, or, you know, and again, it's, it is leadership. It's not leadership in the direction I would go, 
Um, no. But it is leadership. So it, it is for a, a small, hopefully smaller and smaller every day percentage of the company. You know, you look at the polls. Uh, he continues to drop. Republicans are yeah. really getting worried now. They're going to lose everything. Uh, well, not again, only that, should. but now they're set, they're wanting to get away from them. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. they can't even back their own president, which is kind of sad. You know, you know who I'm really liking? The Lincoln Project. Have you heard of these guys at all? No, I, say, I have I, not. I say guys, but they're, they're probably, I'm sure it's not. It's, it's um, guys and guys and gals. Um, but let me see if I can. So I believe it is LincolnProject.com. And uh, yeah, it's called the Lincoln Project. They are all about, they're basically uh, Republicans that are kind of done with Trump. They've been done with Trump for a while. And so they've organized really? to say, and they're creating all these anti-Trump ads and they are basically, you know, which I kind of like because we, we talked about this um, where it was like, if you want to be a, a true, true patriotic, true Republican, not, you know, extreme conspiracy person. Cause those people they're gone already on both sides, like left and right. doesn't matter. Like that's not who we're talking to, but for people who are like, this is, I, you just know, you just know in your heart of hearts, this is screwed up, right? And you just, you're stuck with your team, you know, and you're, the only way to really be truly patriotic and turn this thing around for your, if you really care about your own party is to go vote Democrat, because that is the only signal that they will listen to, the leadership will listen to, that will blow out the virus in the Republican Party. That's kind of what the Lincoln Project is doing. So they organized, and, and there are a bunch of big wigs and, and ex-Republicans, and I say ex, they're not really, they're kind of ex-Republicans in that they're not falling in line. And they are like, vote Democrat. We're going to do everything in our power to get rid of Trump, to get rid of this stuff that invaded the party so they can clean it up and get mm-hmm. back traditional Republican values. Like, you know, that, the normal conservative stuff, not this crazy conservative stuff that we all right. of a sudden now are being told is, is the correct way, which is all a bunch of conspiracy theories where you don't believe in science and you don't believe in medical, uh, you know, mask wearing. And you'd say Fauci can't be on TV anymore. Cause you don't, you don't think you got it right sometimes. So you're just, you're not gonna let them talk to the, you know, it's, I just don't get it. And, and so that's what they're kind of like the whole movement is for. And they're doing some very effective anti-Trump ads um, to basically speak to Republicans. Like they're not going, obviously the Democrats, it's not for them. It's for the Republicans to say, listen, huh. we have to, we have to clean this up. So Lincoln project is something pretty interesting because it is, it's about getting back to like the Lincoln Republican party, the party of Lincoln. They used to be a proud party. You know, you used to be able to go out and be like, I'm Republican. And like, it felt good to, yeah. to, to speak about being a Republican. And now I feel like if I ever said that in a crowded room, I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of Republican. But you, but you wouldn't want to say that because, mm-hmm. you know, you'd have to hang your head in shame because of everybody else who is proudly, you know, talking about how they're a Republican. And you're like, oh, you're, you're not at all like the values of a normal, you know, old school Republican, I guess. Right. Republican classic. Um, so but that's that's it's something interesting. That I'm starting to see a lot more of this. And I think that yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the first I've even heard of it. I didn't even know that was out there. So mm-hmm. um, uh, and I did just quickly look it up on my iPhone and uh, yeah, I'm going to check that one out. Yeah, sure. it's, it's worth checking out because they, they, they basically are <laughs> from Republicans to Republicans kind of thing going, listen, we got to, we got to fix this. And again, I think, I think the Republican party, I, I don't think there is a way there is, I don't personally believe there is a way the Republicans can salvage anything right now. 
because some no, I think at this point, you know, they're going to lose the Senate and the Congress. They're going to lose everything, right? Um, yeah, they are. The House, they're going to lose they everything. Lose presidency, and they should, because this was the fact they let this happen. The fact that nobody could stand up to this guy. The fact that nobody, you know. Well, you know, I found it interesting. I was thing. reading an article this morning, and um, the article was on the uh, convention that they are planning on having oh, God. in Jacksonville, and how many of the um, his political party is not wanting to go. Right. They're not sure how to handle this because look at these senators saying they're not going to go because they're in they their don't want to go. Right. Right. And eighties and yep. and they don't want to take a chance of getting this virus. Well, I wonder. You know, probably not because at this point, it probably would have already happened. But you saw what happened in Houston. Houston canceled yes. their, their state's Republican convention. Of course, Republicans sued, and the court threw it out. And was like, yeah, you can't make Houston do that. Right. Um, which is thank God for the, for that. I was. I was. Sometimes glad. the courts you have to like kill fifty fifty. You don't know because they're stacked. Mm-hmm. Some of these courts have been stacked with a bunch of not uh, not the most educated judges. When they look back right. at what Trump has done to the judges, even though that was the whole thing, like he's going to stack the courts with conservative judges, he stacked them with some really crazy people out there uh, that weren't really educated to be judges. And that's Trump's idea is like, let's just throw random stuff in the system because it'll work itself out because it always has for him. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of worried that they might basically say, yes, we're going to have to force the city to put itself in more danger medically. Right. But, Right, which was ridiculous, and and you know there was a a, a a mayor, I believe it was a mayor, of um a county next to Harris County, Montgomery County, and he actually invited them to go to his area, the national con- or the uh, state convention. It's okay that Harris County doesn't want it. We'll have you over here. You know, stuff like that that is is like you look at it and you go. Ugh. I know. I was. I was. <laughs> I was just blown away because I was like, "You want to put six thousand people in a building when we right. have a pandemic going?" So that you can call you in know, a favor one day. You know how ridiculous! Just because you're worrying about your own political agenda, which is what the bottom line was, it's in 100%. my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and that's what this is all about. We're not looking at what we can, who we're going to hurt. We're looking at. Oh, what's good for me? Yeah. Well, that's pretty self-centered. Yeah. You know, so. Well, yeah, Jacksonville, I, I was, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because the Republicans at this point look like the party, the, the oblivious party is what mm-hmm. they are. Like, it doesn't matter. They are just going to go whistling down the road. You know, they all, they all know, like all you hear about all the time is when somebody asks them the questions of like, you know, so what, what happens after when the cameras are off? What do you guys actually talk about? There's not one person who says, Oh yeah, we totally love Trump. They all talk about how much they love Trump. They all talk about how to fix this and that they cannot believe they're here and that they are doing this thing. And then the camera goes on and boom, they're right back in there publicly saying it. Which And I I was reading an article too about uh, Marco Rubio and Mm -hmm. he was even saying, you know, we really need to to wake up and die right. And of course the, the part of the problem is some of the, some of those poor Republicans, they're worried about, do they go and risk their life or do they risk the retaliation of the president, which Seriously. absolutely now, should not even be allowed. Could you imagine like, this is what it's gotten to. If you had said like, you know, three years, four years back to Republicans, listen in it, you will absolutely be asked 
to put your life on the line, mm-hmm. you personally, for this president? Are you sure you want this guy? Because this is about what's, what you're signing up for. Like, well, that's exactly to me, that's like, okay, really? And you're calling this country free? I don't, I don't understand why Trump insists on doing that because it seems like the older voters are going to be the more conservative ones. And so he, those are the ones that are the most affected by all of this in negative ways. Mm-hmm. And so I don't understand why he's like attacking. It's almost like he's attacking his base by using his base against themselves. And it's like making it their idea that they're going to go full force into this virus and somehow come out unscathed because he has a million times on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it's well, uh, He gets tested every day. Lucky him. Yeah, exactly. Tested every day. He doesn't have to wear a mask. I'm sure a thousand, you know, people are kept away from him, you know, like, and it's just, you know, normal people don't have that. But at the same time, it's like, when you think about the, the, uh, what do they used to call it? Darwin awards, the people who die in stupid ways. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like, it's like that. It's like, this is going to be a Darwin's award moment for people that go to these conventions to wear their MAGA hats and then die a month mm-hmm. later or two months later, or, you know, kill somebody else, which is the other thing. This has got collateral damage. You know, we don't, we don't let people smoke on planes. Nobody's out there talking about how it's their constitutional right to smoke on a plane because they want to smoke on a plane and they don't care about their own health. And that's fine. Nobody does that. Nobody listens to it because of secondhand smoke. Yeah, you're right. And this is the exact same thing, except you cannot see it. Mm-hmm. You can see smoke in the air. You cannot see this. It is the exact same thing. But for some reason, well, no, one reason, because of Trump, this became a political issue. He led people down this road because he riles up his base, which is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and more and more intense. And that, that's a challenge. That's going to be a problem because they're getting so emotional over this. They're getting so intense over this. Um I just, man, I just, I, I have no idea where this goes in four months. And there's still a way, there's still a way that he will win this. So everybody who's starting to get relaxed on the Biden camp, because Biden's strategy is just like, don't say anything stupid and stay out of the way. And this guy will trip himself up, which so far has been working, but he's got mm-hmm. four months and he's got lots of different ways of working this system out. Mail-in voting is going to be well, an issue. For sure. I find it also interesting. This is a little bit of a different subject, but I found it interesting that um, Trump thinks that he should put conditions on, was it Trump or Biden putting conditions? I thought it was Trump on, on having debates with Biden. Uh, I believe it was Biden saying he would do, would, would want that. With the conditions? Yeah, I okay. think, I think so. Um, do you know what those conditions were? Let's see if we can find that out. So so Biden, all I see is Biden should take, so I don't see Biden saying that. I see people saying Biden should say that. All right, let's go to a fact-checked article. So Trump yeah. falsely claims Biden, who is committed to the debates, is trying to get out of debating. Um, now he's saying he can't do debates because of COVID. It's facts first. Trump's claim is entirely baseless. Biden is officially committed to participating in three scheduled presidential debates, and Biden has repeatedly said he is eager to debate Trump, even if the pandemic forces them to hold the event online. Well, and there's nothing wrong with an online. There's lots of people working yeah, online. Perfect. Yeah. And Trump, conversely, is not officially committed to the scheduled debates. Instead, his campaign has been seeking changes to the debate schedule. So that's. Um, 
Joe Biden will have the commission's debates on the commission's dates under the commission's established format and the commission's independent choice of moderators is what Biden's campaign said uh, within the little bit. And then that's the last I've seen of it. So yeah, I see just a lot of articles talking about how it seems like here's what Biden should do, but I don't see Biden saying he will. No, you're right. But they're that's committing good. to way, way to fact three, check. Yeah, they're committing to three debates. Biden is, and the president's campaign is pushing for a fourth debate. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be. It's either going to be two I'm, guys, two guys wearing masks, <laughs> or. Two guys on online. I don't, I don't know. This whole thing's a cluster. It's just gonna. It's gonna get so much worse. That's the. You know, like this is not even. We're not even at fifty percent intensity level. What this is gonna get into, and that's the hard part. Is going. Yeah. We're gonna hit coronavirus again, except it's gonna come back in a big way because it'll be the season. Well, where you catch and it. you know what? And Fossey has been saying all along that this is gonna happen. You know. You know what my goal is for this podcast for you. Only, only because I respect Dr. Fauci. Isn't Fauci, it? I can't see it. I know. I really know it does. It looks like Fawcett. Right. It does look like Fawcett. I get it. I totally get it. Fauci. That, that, that poor right. guy. Yes. I was like, come on. <laughs> I never get the names right. You're right about that. But yeah, Dr. Fauci. So yeah, I, but I, you know, but he's also, he's the one being pulled back. He's actually going, starting to, there's definitely, I, he's not long for the the whole coronavirus task force either. I don't think because he's not being allowed on TV. He's, right. you know, starting to push back on Trump's comments harder than yes, he ever he has before. Like when Trump said 99% are fine, like 99% of these cases are harmless. It's not true. One no, percent die true. right now. 1% die. And that's where he probably got that's that from. But there's totally. a lot of shades of gray in this. There's um, not 1%, it's 4.6. It is, it is 4.6 of, of uh, cases, yes, of, of mm-hmm. uh, confirmed cases. And I was, you know, I was talking to somebody who works, who, who knows, knows somebody who, uh, one of their friends works in one of the local hospitals near me, and they were talking about um, how this guy who works in the hospitals is in his 30s. He's like in his early 30s. And he had said to her, he's like, you know, if I could put out a message you know, and have a, and have a, a bully pulpit. He said, I would speak to everybody in their twenties and thirties. He's like, cause you, you, everybody thinks that there will be fine and the odds are mm-hmm. they will. So they all are rolling right. the dice. And he's like, right, right now, he, and this is what he told her. He said, uh, and this is a week ago so that they had this conversation. So he said, right now I have six people who are in their, in their thirties uh, on ventilators. And he goes, when I go back to my shift at one o'clock in the morning, three of them will be dead. And he's like, that's the reality of it. So fine, roll the dice if you want, but there is a certainty that somebody will die. And I don't think that's a lottery you want to even play. Why would you play that lottery? It doesn't make sense. And of course, I'm of the older generation. Right. I surely don't want to take the chance. Uh, So anyway, lack of leadership, not new. This is the whole Groundhog Day effect. It's like we could basically probably play this episode in a month and it all be relevant. Well, you know, it's interesting because now they're saying that all the protesters are starting to come down with it. You know, well, we all kind of knew that when all that was going on. I, well, I, I rem- so where, where, I remember, are you, where are you getting where are you getting that? Uh, that was uh, on. Well, I'm trying to remember where that was, but that was on. Um, 
on on one of the I read it somewhere. I don't remember. Yeah. I read so many different things. Um but yeah, and it was uh about the sixty thousand protesters in Houston. That there's a lot of protesters starting to come down with it. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are protesters coming down to it. I just yeah, they're starting yeah. to. I wonder if it's see several that have were in the protesting. Yeah, um, I believe that. I believe that for sure, protesters got COVID. I don't know that it's as much as like going to a bar was. And that's probably true because there were some that were wearing their masks, but there were a right. lot that were not. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I agree with you. There's definitely some irresponsibility on 100% both sides, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe that most of the outdoor events haven't been linked to outbreaks. It's the indoor events, which is why it's the hot states Absolutely. right now that are being pummeled by this because everyone's in AC. So right. it's and that's where the spikes are. So and, and the only, and the only reason I say that is like you know not not to take away from the protests that are you know, where, where people are getting sick because they certainly are. But when you talk about that, it feeds the conspiracy that, oh, and you're talking about this thing that is really not relevant when it's like, this is why you need to shut down bars because the bars, right, are the ones that are causing, not the bars themselves, but the people packed into bars right. responsibly is what caused it. And the problem is, and again, I, I get it. It's like, you know, if I was a, I wouldn't, oh, I could not, you know, and if my life had twisted just a couple of different directions early on, I would be that bar owner or that restaurant owner that has to face this market condition where you oh, can't, absolutely. Well, like, I, I don't know how they're doing it. Um, I don't either. I, you other, know, other I feel than for those people. The only thing I do is I will go and pick up to go food from some local bars here um, that I like to go into, but I can't go to now. Right. Um, but they, but they did that. And I also know some, some bars that are doing bottle, uh, not bottling canning. They have a little can can thing that they can put beer in or whatever. And uh-huh. so they're, they're canning alcohol and you can do alcohol to go. So not that I'm encouraging people to drink, but Hey, you buy some, buy some chips or something from your local bar, help support them as best you can. Uh, Cause that's, right. how that's the only way they're staying afloat. And that's <clears> kind of what I'm, I'm, that's like my way of helping out. Um, and the bars are like, especially the local bar I go to, it's amazing. Like they have their system. They know they have an, they, they went to online ordering. So they have this online ordering platform. Like they didn't just sit and complain about it though. Uh-huh. I'm sure, I am sure they are cause I would, um, but they also evolved their business model. They went to online ordering. They have all their, their different beers online and you can order different, you know, beers and, and shapes and sizes or whatever. And then, yes, it's more expensive to go to the courtesy store, but it's for me, it was like, this is how you support the community. This is how you rally. Right. Right. Um, it's like charity, except that you get beer at the end of it. And I like that. Right. Right. So, right. Right. But, um, but yeah, I think, you know, I think, and, and that's, you know, that, that's the thing where it's like, I, understand they're being shut down. And because of that, I'm going to try to help them out as best as I personally can. It's not a lot, right? But it's kind of like that starfish, you know, example, you know, if you've ever heard that little story, there's like a, a kid on the beach throwing, you know, all these starfish have washed up and it's this little kid throwing starfish back in the water. And then, you know, adult comes up to him and says, man, why are you doing this? And he's, you know, he's like, yeah, cause I, you know, I'm throwing these, I'm going to all the starfish to be saved. And he's like, but you can't save them all. And he's like, yeah, but I, I can save that I one. Can save one. You know? And it's right. like, if you can make exactly. this one little thing where mm-hmm. you can help a bar owner, by buying a burger for 12 bucks when you can go get it at McDonald's for two bucks, like buy the mm-hmm. $12 burger, mm-hmm. you know, consider it charity, even though it's, it won't actually technically be a deduction for you. Um, that's what they should do. They should make it a deduction. All food that you spend at restaurants this year for personal reasons, not just business. 
but mm-hmm. personal. Like that would be interesting because that would cause a lot more people to go to restaurants. But that would also take some sort of um, working political system. <laughs> yeah. so, speaking of working politics, Roger Stone and his sentence got commuted as completely predicted. Everybody yep, knew this was going to happen because this is yep. just one of the cronies. And so why not? Mm-hmm. Everybody's just kind of like, yep. of course he did. Yep. Um, there was, there was an interesting, and, and I'm just going to paraphrase it cause I don't, I don't, uh, it was one of the news articles, but they were talking about a conversation that evidently was recorded back in the, not recorded, recorded, but written down um, in the 1700s when they were framing the constitution and they were talking about uh, the power of the pardon and how, you know, should a president be allowed to pardon? Is this too much power and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, and the response was basically like, there's, you know, if a president really did abuse his powers, you would have impeachment. And that's, there's no way that you're going to find a person that will ever get through this two systems. And here we are because this guy was not impeached. He is now unstoppable, right? Cause they've already tried impeachment. So that's not going to happen. So you can't impeach the guy because Republicans went right in line with him. No, and, but you'll have to outvote him at this point. This is the thing. You got to get rid of him by vote. And you got to get rid of them all by vote because Republicans did this to themselves. And this is where it's like for my personal cause, like I don't want just Trump gone. I want all of them gone because well, you, you need the Mitch McConnell. I want people on gone. both sides gone if you want the truth. I mean, everybody wants – so let's, again, everybody wants that, right? But you got what you got. I want right. – let's, let's focus on what we can get done. Clear right. out all the Republicans because you're not going to get – and this is I think the good news. You're not going to get crazier people than what's already in there because if people swing toward democrats the republicans are not going to vote for incredibly extreme left-wing progressives like the aocs of the world they're the republican candidate won't vote for somebody that left they're not going to go out and run for you know vote for bernie sanders because he's too left but they would vote for middle of the road democrats and we need some middle of the road people Regardless yeah, of the side, I don't care what side they're on, as long as they're middle of the road. And they sometimes realize they can be wrong, and I'm okay if they change their mind. I'm okay if they right. evolve their thoughts. I'm okay if they read a book every once in a while. I'm fine with all that. I just and I and I want somebody who understands they're not going to get their way all the time, right? And they negotiate, and I'm totally cool with all of that. I just want some middle of the road. Let's move things forward, and let's like stop the you know, the, the, the temper tantrums. So if, but if the Republicans get wiped out this, cause it's just, just to heal the party. Like, I think for me, it's like, it's just a health concern. Like when a body gets overrun by a virus, a bunch of, you know, white blood cells come in to kill the infection. It's the same sort of concept of like, let's just get all the, the voters can come in and clear out the Republican party from the infection that it has to save it. Right. And the way to do that is bring in the Democrats. Because you're again, they're they're not going to bring in radically left wing. If that was going to happen, I'd say it'd be too much too soon. It's it's going to rip the country apart. But I don't think it will. I think it'll be you'll have a lot more moderate people coming in that will be under the D, but they'll be moderate and they'll be talking about stuff. And you're going to have a lot of democratic fighting in house because you'll have the left wing of the party and the right wing. It'll it'll it will be the flip side of what's happened to Republicans, with the exception of the Republicans lost. They lost to their crazy side, and I don't think Democrats will lose to their crazy side personally. Cause I don't think the crazy side is big enough or strong enough to take over the moderate section of it. So that's why I would say it'd be, you know, personally for me, it'd be worth it if they did that. And then hopefully you don't see brazen stuff like, you know, pardoning or not pardoning, but commuting your sentence of your, um, 
friends. Political friends. Yeah. You know, I mean, when, when all said and done, like it, there's going to be so much that comes out about this guy's presidency. Oh, that there's going to be a lot be coming out about all this, life the negative stuff. And all, you know, when everybody's, you know, the, the IRS tax records finally come to light when everything comes yep. out. When everybody mm-hmm. can see all the puzzle pieces and all the shady when stuff that's been going on. When his niece's book comes out. Ugh, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous. And, and, and But again, this is the part where it's like, you know, everybody that's still talking about scary. voting for this guy, I'm like, it won't be scary to see all that. It'll be obvious to a lot of people. Like, of course, this guy was this corrupt. Like, could you it will, imagine the level of It will, but it also is kind of scary in the fact that, you know, uh, how much gets hidden. It, that you don't know in the moment. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's corruption on both sides, but this is at a level. There is. This is at a level that is just an insanity. Oh, it's beyond. Of yeah. brazen, in your face, don't care what you say. I'm going to admit it on public TV corruption, right? Mm-hmm. That's what this guy does. And then everyone, and no one's ever done that. So everyone's like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess we let him get away with it because he seems like he's okay with it. And he just admitted on TV, so that can't be bad. I mean, it's, I just don't get it. So there is that. Um, the, uh, the other thing that's kind of going on, now this is something I would love for him if he's going to go anti-China right now. I would love for him to ban apps like TikTok because um, these Chinese, this is, a, I don't know if you know about TikTok or not. My I don't know very much about don't. TikTok. Yeah. I've seen right. very it's not, little. It's not, you're not the market for TikTok. Right, so that makes because, sense. I, I, you know, I've seen it, things a just being mentioned about it, but I was like, okay, it sounds like it's a musical thing. I don't know what it is. Essentially, it's, you know, again, from my perspective, it's a complete stupid waste of time, as is all social media, which we can get into in a moment. But right. TikTok is the is a platform, basically, you just lip sync to stuff, and then you okay. put comments on and, and things. And the kids mostly, obviously, you know, are using this. But essentially, what people have done is broken down what TikTok does, the permissions that it has, the code that it has. And it comes from China. It is a Chinese app. Right. So by know, default, by default, you sort of know the company's beholden to China. Like, cause they have an iron grip, which is why they are such a strong force. That's why they have so much potential to just trounce us in the world economy and to take over leadership of the world. And of course, all we've done in the last few years is been like, fine, take it mm-hmm. again. I digress. Bad leadership, but the the TikTok thing is a is a it just sucks privacy data. It sucks everything it can. It reports back every fifteen minutes where you are. It report it reports everything into the databases, which pretty much people have said goes to China. There are countries like India that have already blocked it. And India is a pretty techy country. Like they they get tech right, um, and they're blocking it as a country. Now, yes, they got in a tiff over you know the border dispute with China too, but. They blocked this app because they're like, this is being used for espionage, right? Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, your grandkids are being tracked by China purposely, right? But they are in the Chinese database at this point because they use TikTok. And this is one of those times where I'm so glad I don't get caught up in these trends and like just willy-nilly start doing this because my neighbor did it or my friends do it. It's just you take a beat and realize how much data you're giving up and out. And it takes all sorts of stuff and it can do all sorts of things that it doesn't need permission, it, it, that it has permissions to do. So there needs to be something where you go, there needs to be some personal responsibility where we don't give up our data all the time for stupid reasons. And that's what people basically have been, especially technical-minded individuals who've looked at this mm-hmm. app. It is a data siphoning machine 
that has this veneer of, oh, you get to do music videos. But it's just siphoning data. That's why it was built. It was built to do that. And it's got this glossy little cover that makes it fun to play with while it siphons your data, mm-hmm. you know, and, and everything else away. And people think, oh, it's not a big deal. But the stuff that it has access to can be a very big deal because if it ends up on the wrong person's phone, you can, Chinese, China can get that. And, there, and, then, and there's a little bit, there's a little bit of me that goes, ah, it's kind of conspiracy theory. But then there's the technical side of me that also goes, and that is a real thing. Like that is totally possible and has happened already with previous apps, which is why you see malware apps that Google play and, 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 and iOS get rid of all the time. So, you know, I would love in the U.S. if Trump wants to go really anti, anti-China, I would love for him to ban TikTok because it would just be great to have people lose a social network, you know. So speaking of, I know you had a recent kind of uh, experiment, I guess, with social network and, and posting stuff on Facebook thinking, oh, I'm just going to, you know, see what people I think. Did. I, think I, I think your heart's in the right place. You just want to see what people are saying. And, and that's all you know. it was. I so what, just, tell us I about just, that. Well, I just wanted to do some fact finding from friends and family members to just see, okay, why, what is the main reason that you were choosing to possibly vote for Trump or Biden? Just give me your reasons. I just wanted just a basic, you know, uh, give me your political fact finds on it, so to speak. Um, And what ended up happening, of course, is I basically had maybe two people that tried to answer it in the reasonings as to why they felt their political candidate was the one that they would like to choose for. In terms of like thoughtful responses. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Otherwise it ended up into a bashing, you know, Oh no, you're, you're, there was name calling on there. Um, uh, I was shocked at the poor behavior and, and, and the responses that were coming out ended up, I ended up having to shut the whole thing down because I was like, Okay, really, this has gotten out of hand, yeah. especially with the name calling. That is, I'm allowed to have my opinion. You're allowed to have yours. Let's be respectful. Yeah. And that was not respectful. And I was, I was really sad to see that come from friends and family members. Um, when all I was trying to do, luckily, a lot of family members did understand exactly what I was trying to do. And they're like, hey, you know, we applaud you that you're trying to really reach out and, you know, and search it for yourself and, and search out different things and ask questions. That's good. You know, that type of thing. But there were a couple on there that I was like, okay, you're not giving me any kind of answers. All you're trying to do is bash this person because of what they feel. And you're not giving me any reasons as to why, you know, you wanted it. It just, Oh, I was so, I was so sad, very sad about that because that was not what the intent was. Yeah. So, and again, like I said, I just shut the whole thing down because I was like, okay, this is not going the direction I wanted. I'm not into name bashing. We're not having that. That's not what the objective is here. Yeah. And it's, it's funny how quickly it turns into that. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, you know, it's again, it's, I, I am not a fan of, of social media because of that. Just the whole, like for some reason people just have a, you know, it's like the mask comes off. I don't know. 
but uh, yeah, I just I mean, don't it, get it. I'm like, why, why do people like, I would love, and I know it's never going to happen. Well, at least probably not in this generation, but the idea of Facebook just going away, like, let's just get back to like texting each other photos. I don't, I don't need to see your baby photos on my stream. And I actually, I don't even, I don't even go to, I don't personally go to Facebook. I walk that talk. I don't use it. Um, I'm doing everything I can to get off of it and to be, you know, cause I yeah, think you, I have, you have, to have um, an account, but just to not participate on it, not encourage yeah. it, not encourage other people to participate on it. Like I'm doing my, I'm doing the bare minimum uh, that I can to right. keep off of it. Cause it's, it's just not good for a society. Well, it isn't. I mean, uh, I'm and it's, all and it mostly seeing... because they, they allow this behavior because they won't moderate. Yeah. They're fine with it because it, it, it triggers the well, there's a big right? there's a big thing that's that's happening at this point as to how much they will monitor right um right. you know i'm not, all for seeing my point. grandkids and what they're doing that's i'm thrilled to pieces to do that you know see what my grandbabies are doing um and uh you know maybe keep up with family members but it doesn't have to be a trashy way. Why does it have to be all trashy? I don't understand that. Well, the thing is you have to keep the conversations off of that. It's only, it's only good for grandparents' photos and then that's exactly. it. Exactly. No one talk about but anything There has else. to be – I mean it's ridiculous for some of that. Some of it is just bizarre But here's and here's, and here's the thing. This is what people don't realize. All of that stuff that they're putting out there, and this is just technically true. This is not conspiracy. This is how tech works. You're giving all those photos to other people's computers, which they build databases based on your kids from early ages. So they know all the stuff like this is how it's built. This is how it's designed to be built. This is why the advertising works so well on it because it's so targeted because they can, they know what you want before you know what you want based on this mass amount of data that everybody gives them. And now it's starting with parents who are giving up all their kids' privacy information. And they think, because they're doing it in a private Facebook group, that that's not out there publicly. That is all out there publicly for somebody. And for people that are like, oh, that's not really a thing, go to Clearview AI. Just Google Clearview AI. See what that guy did. With all the public data that was open, even after Facebook said, stop doing this, he's like, nope, still taking it. And he did. And now they've got this, they're going through you know tons of lawsuits because people are freaked out by what's possible with public records at scale, which is what this is, mm-hmm. right? That's what social media is. And so this is why every time you share something on Facebook, and this is a rule, like when you think about the internet at all, it doesn't matter if you use the internet at all, anything you put on the internet will be publicly available to anybody who wants it within 10 years, no questions. It will be out there. It will be 100% out there. So if you don't want something like that being out there, then just pull it back a little bit. Like you don't need to share every single moment. Right. You know, cause you don't know how it's going to be used. Cause it's not in your control. You can never get it back. I remember years ago, ahead. it used to be said that, you know, you need to be careful what you put on Facebook anyway, because your employer or potential employer can see what's on there. You know, so you had to watch your behavior. And that was years and years and years ago. Yeah. And that's exactly right. And now that's, that's just, you know, it's worse than that because now the employer doesn't have to go to Facebook. They can go to some other service. This is what people don't think about. They don't think about the dominoes. So the employer goes to some other service. It's a background check service. That background check service has a big database that they've done and they've just Mm -hmm. compiled it by buying data from Facebook or running ads on Facebook or running ads on LinkedIn or whatever the things are, all the different networks that are out there. They've Mm -hmm. combined them and then they bought databases from other people who are also doing the same thing. 
So there's yeah. these big giant super databases. Like it is quite literally, remember in school where the threat was the permanent record? Oh, it's going to go on your permanent record. And you're like, yes. oh, I'm afraid of my permanent record. That's mm-hmm. a thing now. There yeah. is permanent records well, that are out there. You know, it reminds me of uh, way back when the movie Big Brother is watching. Yeah. Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of scary back then. And boy, can you see it now? And we just gave it all up. <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't get it. However, that's a battle I know I'm not going to win. At least no, I can get Republicans. we're not. I think that's going to be a but... difficult battle. The only thing you can do is, like you say, uh, be personally responsible. Yeah, that's exactly. Just understand that there are, you know, it's it's not just, oh, you're sharing pictures with a person. You're putting pictures out there forever for anybody to use however they want to use them. Well, and I know like that's with Instagram, with a lot of people that travel, they put pictures of where they travel. It's understood that those pictures can be taken off of there. And totally. Or Totally. You know, advertising. Yeah, it's exactly right. It becomes all public domain. Nobody, nobody reads the terms of service, which basically says they can do anything with anything. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's you know, like I said, it's part of the reason I'm just like I just stay out of it as much as I can, because mm-hmm. um, it just doesn't make sense to me to do that. And, and for me, that makes me like the I feel like the the technical version of the uh, the the guy who went off grid in the middle and lives in a cabin in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Well, obviously, I'm in the middle of suburbia, but it's kind of like, no, I'm not doing that physically, but but technically, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I want to build my own little thing where I have stuff that I can share with people that I know I can control and is right. not getting out there in a million places. And I don't trust Facebook to, you know, they just haven't been good stewards of society in general. They they want to see, you know, they just have a different way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, uh, okay, so let's, uh, I think at this point, we can, you know, if there's something else you want to talk about, we can wrap this one up. Uh, we covered the high points that was there. There's really, it's just Groundhog Day. So, and I think it's going to be Groundhog Day until closer to November, maybe unless we get an October surprise. Um, you know, we'll see, we'll see what schools do. Schools will be the big topic of reopening. So oh my do. gosh. Um, cause that's, that's a big yes, question. I get, and I get it. Cause politics, you know, you want the schools open. Parents want the schools open cause they gotta get back to work. Well, people want to go back to work and I get that. I mean, schools are babysitter places. hundred percent. Um, I get all of that. And yet I was reading, um, that what is it? 43%. I'm just throwing these numbers out, but I may be wrong on this, of course. But surprisingly, 43% of the people are wanting to keep their children home and homeschool them at this point Yeah. because of the coronavirus. And yet there's like 53% or whatever it is that want to put their kids back in school. And I get it because you have people of all different, you know, there's a lot of moms out there that have to go to work. Moms and dads just to make a living, just to be able to pay their bills. And right now you've got a lot of those poor folks that are out of work. Look how many businesses have closed up. They're going into bankruptcy because of this coronavirus. Well, those people are not in retail are not going to be able to go back to work. They're the poor people. Yep. You get right right. down to it because they don't get paid much. Yep. And, you know, it's it's really kind of sad because what are they supposed to do? They can't afford these wonderful computers to teach their kids or maybe they can't afford internet. I mean, that's a big issue. That's a big issue. So how do you manage to help those folks with their kids? So their kids don't fall behind. Right. You know, so it's, it's a big thing. What is going to happen with the school districts? Yep. I know for me and myself, I would have been fortunate enough to be able to keep my kids home. 
but there would have been others that perhaps, you know, you know, I could see where some of my friends wouldn't have been able to. And it would have been a battle. And yet then I think, okay, well, maybe you, you have something like, um, you know, I homeschooled my, uh, your sister. And I know that when there was homeschooling, what we did is we had small little groups, you know, five, six kids, not a lot. And those groups, one parent would take and teach that class. And yeah, that very school too. evolves. Yep. Yeah, I think it'll be you a know, lot of online. Go of, back to small schooling. Oh, there's definitely going to be a lot. And oh my gosh, there is so much out there. You just have to research it. Yep. And it's amazing how many people will be against homeschooling, but what they don't understand is they don't know what's out there. And it's even way more so now than what it was 15 years ago when I was doing your sister. Definitely. So, uh, and it's amazing what's out there. If you just search it out, especially online. Yep. So, um, you know, there's a lot of good to, to doing something like that. There really is. And you can still have the social aspects. They all worry about the social. Well, you can still do that. You just have a way smaller group of doing it. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, so time, time, will, time will tell. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how the creativity works out on that. Yep. That's what yep. I think for me is the most exciting about all of this is seeing how creativity will pop in. Yeah. Because there is a lot of creativity. I agree. Yeah, there's a lot of people solving a lot of problems as much as everybody, you know, including us, complains about all the stuff that's going on. Absolutely. There are people solving problems and there are lots of opportunities out there to to solve for people that want to do that. And I wish I was one of them that could be real creative like that and figure out a way around some of this stuff. Um, I just don't feel like I'm that creative, but I applaud those folks that are out there and doing all these wonderful creative things yep. to make it, to make it work. Yeah, I agree. So. Totally agree. All anyway. right. Well, with that, we can go ahead and bring this one to a close. And uh, I guess, you know, obviously this is not really a contentious one. Sometimes we have episodes that are more contentious than others. This was not that. So obviously I still love you, mom. I love you too, son. And uh, we'll continue to see how the ball rolls. Sounds good. See you on the next uh, Groundhog Day episode next week. (laughs) All right. You take care. Love you. Love you.